0: MCTV.
1: The following presentation of the Midland City Council will begin in a moment. The Midland City Council is the city's legislative body It sets policies, approves budgets, determines tax rates, and adopts ordinances and resolutions to govern the city. It is made up of five elected officials that represent the wards in which they reside, and councilmen are elected to two-year terms. The mayor is elected from among the council members by vote of the city council. City Council meetings are held at 7 p.m. two Mondays per month in Council Chambers at City Hall. This presentation is provided by the MCTV Network, a service of the City of Midland. Replays of this meeting can be found on MGTV Channel 188 on Charter Spectrum, through Channel 99 on 182Uverse, or on demand at www.cityofmidlandmi.gov. Select meetings are available on MCTV Network's Government Affairs Podcast Channel.
2: Good evening and welcome to our July twenty-fifth, two 2022 meeting of City Council. Please stand and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag
3: of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God,
4: indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Lacey, would you please call roll? Honorable Mayor Donker, here. Councilman Brown-Wilhelm, here. Councilman Hall, here. Councilman Arnoski, here. Councilman Wozbinski, here. Okay, thank you. Does anyone on council have a conflict of interest with
2: anything that's on this evening's agenda? No, Madam Mayor. Seeing none, then we'll move on to our consent agenda. Um, all resolutions marked with an asterisk are considered to be routine and will be enacted by one motion. There'll be no separate consideration of these items unless a citizen or council member so requests during the discussion stage of the motion to adopt the consent agenda as indicated. If there's even a single request, the item will be removed from the consent agenda without further discussion or in, considered in its regular sequence um, as we move on. That was kind of paraphrased there, sorry about that. Okay, so, can we have a motion to accept the consent agenda? So, second. Okay, first and second, is there anyone from Council who would like an item removed from the consent agenda?
5: Yes, Mayor, I'd like item number 12 removed from the consent agenda, please.
2: Okay, anyone else on Council? All right, anyone from the public want an item removed from the consent agenda? All right, then, all in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, that passes 5-0. All right, that takes us down to item number three, which is a public hearing. And let me just talk about briefly how our public hearings work. Um, We'll have a presentation from from staff. And once staff um, presents, um, council will ask questions. Once that is done, we'll open up the public hearing, and members of the public can comment either in for or against um, the request. Once that is done, um, we'll close the public hearing and it'll be council's time to deliberate. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to you, Mr. Kane.
6: Thank you, Mayor Donker, members of the council. Jacob Kane, director of planning and community development. Um, Public hearing this evening is on a proposed budget amendment for uh, fiscal year 22-23 community development block grant budget. So just an outline, as you're all aware, each year a annual action plan is established For the community development uh, block grant or cdbg funds those feed into the budget for the program and there's different allocations of money that the city budgets each year tonight we're going to be talking about the entitlement portion of those funds and then finally we'll get into an overview of the resolution that's before you tonight for consideration so just as a background the uh, 22 23 budget for cdbg was adopted by council on april 25th at that time, our estimate for entitlement dollars in that budget was 210,000. As is uh, common, uh, when the actual allocations were awarded, um, the city's allocation was slightly lower than estimated at 220,897, so 7103 lower than we estimated. As a result, um, the Housing Commission has put forward uh, a unanimous recommendation to amend that budget to do the following. Two adjustments one would remove a $5,000 contingency that was included in the entitlement budget and two to reduce the improvement funds for Cleveland Park by $2,103, which is in line with that reduction in the uh, from the estimated allocation. The resolution would approve that adjustment and the changes made to the annual action plan and authorize the mayor and city clerk to sign those agreements. After your public hearing tonight, a three-fifths vote is required to approve the resolution, and we do need to get these documents to the Department of Housing and Urban, Urban Development by August fifth, okay. as part of our um, amendment process. Okay. So with that, we are at the last step in the process. The public hearing this evening. We've had no public comments to this date, and I'd welcome any questions from the council.
2: Okay. Any questions for Mr. Kane?
1: So the reduction of um, from the Cleveland is from what point to what point? It's not a total taken t- totally out, correct? It's
6: correct. Yeah, no, sir. Uh, the reduction will take that from the current funding, which is 11500
1: to $9,397. Okay, and you're just basing that probably efficiencies and stuff like
6: that. We'll, yeah, we, we, we believe we can get that done. project on um, to original scope at a lower price point. All
1: right, thank so. you.
2: Okay, any other questions for Mr. Kane?
4: Just a curiosity question, so do you think
0: we got less because every year we tend to carry money over and I'm wondering if because for years after years we've carried over that.
6: No, so the the entitlement funds are allocated based on formula Mm -hmm. and so basically what happens is for every entitlement community, um, there's two calculations that are used to determine the entitlement amount for each community, you get the larger of the two and then Congress actually allocates the entitlement funds. And what is most common is that the total amount of those entitlement dollars per community ends up being larger than the congressional allocation. And so then there's a peroration of everyone's allotment. So um, at this just point- just got prorated Yeah, buildings. we wouldn't be the only, and we just simply overestimated what we okay. thought we might get. So this is more, more than likely on our end, just trying to okay. guess in advance of what the allocation's gonna look like. I think we got pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were a little bit over. Okay.
0: All right.
5: Thank you. One other quick question. Your slide said Cleveland Park, but I think is it it's to the, the building itself, Cleveland Manor?
6: Uh, no, these are improvements to the park okay,
5: itself. Okay, so the, to the grounds. Yep.
6: Okay. Thank you. Well,
2: wait, so. is it the grounds for Cleveland Manor, or is it a park?
6: It's Cleveland Park. Park. Is next oh, to you. the yes.
2: park. It's, it's
6: our, It's not, not, that's not that, them. Yes, it's yeah. not part of. Okay, right. yeah. But yeah.
5: Okay.
2: okay. Thank you. Very good. This is a public hearing. We'll open the public hearing. Is there any public comment? regarding this. Okay, seeing none, we'll close the public hearing, and Lacey, will you please read the resolution?
4: This resolution will approve the proposed Community Development Block Grant budget amendment for fiscal year 2022-23.
2: Can we have a motion to accept the resolution? So moved. Second. Okay, first and second. Any discussion on this? All right, then all in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, that passes 5-0. Right, that takes us down to public comment. This is an opportunity for people to address council on issues relevant to council business, but not on the agenda. Is there any public comment this evening? Okay.
7: Well, John Elson, 6106, Sturger Creek Parkway, Midland, Michigan. Uh, I didn't he wasn't here the last council meeting as I was cruising through the nice roads in Wisconsin. <laughs> and the county roads or back roads are really nice. Anyways. Uh, I guess what I missed was the uh, discussion about um, cleaning up Sturgeon Creek and uh, not spending any money, uh, wanting to spend any money on doing it this year. I just want to say, of course, I object to this because a lot of us, a lot of people are affected by cleaning up these drains in, on these creeks. And we can spend millions or millions of dollars on all these other improvements in town, but we can't really do anything to protect the citizens in Midland. That are, that are uh, uh, have flood issues all the time, every time we have an event. And actually it does go back to the, to the sewer system too because if you've ever been in one of those, you watch all the manhole covers and they're all bubbling because that water's going right into the sanitary system. So I just want to say that we can. as I go to, to church every, was actually supposed to be for Sunday, but I go every Saturday, I go down uh, Sturgeon Road to Monroe and over to Jefferson. What I've noticed is that how many loads of fill they've used on this Creekside Park or whatever, condominium area. And you can't believe how many hundreds of dump truck loads of sand they filled that thing up with, huh? And it's just sitting out there. That probably raised that elevation of that area probably three to four feet over the r- regular area. So let's just say Sturgeon Creek floods. One acre foot is 325,000 gallons, okay? That's probably about 20 acres of land. If that normally would flood during an event of one foot, that's about six and a half million gallons that, that we can't, that, that doesn't go into the creek anymore because that elevation now is three and a half feet above what would normally be. So building up, even though Larkin Township, is probably the biggest cause, but here, here in the city, we're doing the same thing. We're building up low-lying areas to put in developments, and, and we're actually putting that six and a half million gallons into Sturgeon Creek because there's no place else for it to go. So when you're talking about development, I have no problem with development out in that area. <coughs> I have no problem with spending money for that kind of thing but it has to be done in a responsible manner. If you're gonna lose six and a half million gallons of water, you need to retain six and a half million gallons of water someplace else, not to go back into the creek. And that's what's happening, all this development that's going on in that area, that's what we're doing. We're forcing that water into Sturgeon Creek. And if you're in Mandrain or any place else, the same thing, you can't build this land back up because that water has no place to go except for into these drains and into these creeks. And that's causing not only problems for overland flooding, but when those sewers, when those, when those streets get covered and those manhole covers are leaking, that water's going right in that manhole cover and that's going into your sanitary system. Thank you, John.
2: Okay, thank you. Any other public comment? Okay, seeing none, we'll move down on to item number four, which is the first reading of the Code of Ordinance. Per, um Well, Mr. Branson, you can just tell us about it. <laughs>
8: Thank you, uh, Mayor, members, of Council. Tonight is the, is the first reading under item number four uh, regarding the Farm and Exotic Animal Ordinance. It's basically a cleanup ordinance that we're doing. It has been on the books since uh, 20, t- 2002, I believe. And what we're doing is adding simple language to the prohibition as well as the penalty associated with exotic animals that would be in the city of Midland. So it's the prohibition adding the word exotic animals to our farm ordinance as well, which has been in place for many years and has been quite enforceable. It is also a civil infraction that if someone does have those within the city, even a farm animal, our first offense after warning letters is a $50, second offense is $250, and the third is $500 for each day that the ordinance is in violation. Part of it as well is it, again, it has been there. It's, this isn't new language that you're seeing that's on the, on the screen. This is what's been there since 2002. And this is a list of the exotic animals that are not allowed within the city of Midland have not been what was lacking in the intent of the ordinance back. I believe in 2002 was to add this language specifically in the capitalization of breed or farm or exotic animals as defined in the city of Midland code of ordinance, that's really all we're changing. We're adding that to the prohibition language to allow uh, enforcement as well as the prohibition within the city of minimum. So it's not a big change, it's actually cleaning up the ordinance that should have been done in, in 2002. So what we're asking is the first reading is tonight, the second reading is scheduled for August 8th, it's adding those basically those two words to the current ordinance for our enforcement standards for prohibition and harboring of the list that's already in our ordinance, as well as the enforcement standards under civil infraction
3: for violations.
2: Anyone have any questions for Mr. Branson? So if you don't
3: own them, but they're out there, for example, possums.
8: Yeah, it goes to the
3: owners,
8: (laughs) not to the state. It goes to the owners.
3: I'm just saying like, you're not harboring or keeping them or feeding them. They're just in your yard. They're they're passing through. Then then
8: you're not in trouble. If you're under the care, custody and control of the animal, which means you're taking care of it. You've you've taken in it as one of your own or as a pet that's not allowed under the ordinance, which is standard basically throughout the state. Okay,
3: and it's still illegal to shoot firearms within the city of Midland because I hear, I hear firearms going off and when it's not 4th of July and I know what gunfire sounds like because I think not only possums and whatever other animal skunks but I have uh, heard of some cats and so forth being shot too.
8: It is absolutely illegal to okay. shoot a firearm within the city of Midland. Uh, unless you're an officer of the law or under right. other circumstances that you cannot discharge own, a firearm or other spring-loaded I
3: items. keep them in the yard, but I know some people don't and I wish they would would at least fix them and make sure they they get adapted because it's becoming a real problem in our area. Bunch is a big kitten boom and they get they spread disease when they're not taken care of. Okay. All
2: right. Any other questions for Mr. Branson? Okay. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you. Thank
2: you. Any comments of the pu- from the public? Okay, seeing none, would you please read the resolution?
4: This action gives first reading to an ordinance amending the Farm Animal Ordinance to include the prohibition of exotic animals as defined by the zoning ordinance within the City of Midland.
2: Can we have a motion to accept the resolution? So moved. Second. Okay, first and second. Any discussion on this? Okay, Seeing none, all in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, that passes 5-0. Okay, that takes us down to item number five, which is the reading of the ordinance to amend the code of ordinances for the Civic Arena, and Mr. Keenan is here to tell us about that.
9: (coughs) Good evening, Mayor, other members of council. Um, This is something that I haven't been before you to do in five years which is part of my presentation. Um, but we are here to uh, present a proposal to amend the ordinance to increase the prime ice time um, at the Civic Arena. So as I mentioned the last time, now it, it's all the rates are included in the same ordinance but we're really only concerned about the prime ice. Um, and we're all we're concerned about is setting the cap so the most that we can charge. Um, the last time we did this was five years ago. Ordinarily I'd say we wouldn't Take that long to revisit this but we did have code in the middle of it and then so we had building closures and then we were you know discussing letting the programs kind of get their numbers back um, but during that time arena operating costs they continue to increase um, rentals have been steady although the mix is different every year uh, it's not always the same groups the same time it's you know the blend is different but it's been it's been pretty solid for the last several years Uh, Just a reminder, there is a bond out there through 2030 that the general fund uh, continues to pay for. Um, The rate would go to pay for operations and some capital reserves. Uh, We have been pretty good about having some money set aside to pay for certain things when they come up. I can tell you that the roof will be a different story. I don't know if we have enough time to set aside money for that. But um, generally, the other things that come up we have been pretty successful as putting funds aside to, to pay for that. Here's a history of what our rates looks like from 2009, which was not too long after we opened up and got in the building. You notice this is a fairly significant jump. Um, you'll also notice that the rates either all end in a zero or a five. Uh, Civic Arena folks aren't big into algorithms or highly scientific means for coming up with these rates, um, which you'll see when I show you what our neighbors are also doing. Um, so you can see that it's been, you know, in, there's a few years, the first time we increased it from 220 to 230, then another $5 raise, another one in 17. What we're proposing is for September 1st of 2020, a $10 raise and then a $5 raise in 2023 and 2024. So we are hoping to get authorization for the next three years. Um, The $10 raise that would be the immediate one is actually a 4% raise, but if you look at it, the period since we raised it last, it's eight tenths of 1%. Um, And then each subsequent raise of $5 would be around 2%. Um, And again, these are not to exceed rates for prime ice time. So that would allow the manager to offer um, non-prime at different rates uh, to try to do some promotions uh, in order to initiate or to uh, incentivize folks to come and skate. So um, I mentioned our neighboring communities, they're also are hanging in there with the old five or zero rate. Um, So Midland proposed at 250. We have two sheets of ice. Bay County, Uh, their fall rate is 250. They also have two sheets. Saginaw, Gladwin, and Mount Pleasant each have one sheet, and the rates you can see there are 240, 225, and 220.
3: You get two sheets for one, practically.
9: (laughs) Yeah, well we used to have three, but that's a different story (laughs) and a long discussion for another time. Um, So the recommendation would be uh, the proposed ordinance be introduced and given its first reading. Um, The second reading is scheduled for August 8th. And also at that time, if we're successful, it would be the adoption um, for it to become effective September 1st. A three-fifths vote is required for the approval. And at this point, Madam Mayor, if you have any questions, I'll be (coughs) Okay,
2: you just mentioned the roof.
9: Well, hopefully, we're a ways
2: away—several
9: Okay. years—but it is a big roof. My point is, we've been pretty good about replacing heaters and pumps yeah. and boilers and things like that. A roof is going to be expensive. We have experience with replacing yes. roofs. We you know it's going to be very <laughs> expensive. So, I, I didn't mean to scare you. No, okay. So I, I just
2: know it. what the Riverside roof cost.
9: Understand.
5: Yeah. How we're we doing with utilization of the ice over the course of the day. I know before, I think five years ago we Mm -hmm. talked about it, there was some times that everybody wants to go and then other times where the ice is sitting empty.
9: That's still, that hasn't changed a whole lot because primarily people are either working or in school during that time. Or if it's in the summertime, they're doing things outside or doing other sports. Uh, The turf has has, uh, been a good addition. Um, That's doing very well. And uh, we don't have to ask you to increase that rate, even though we're going to, but you've given us enough I think you gave us up to 120 um, in that ordinance, so we don't have to adjust that. Um, but your question—it has not changed significantly in terms of, you know, the 11 o'clock to 4 o'clock time period. It's it's not it's not a really busy, hustling and bustling yeah. building at that point in time.
5: If I understand these rates, this still still allows uh, you know the civic arena management to provide you know half this rate if they would just to fill mm-hmm. up. At one in the
9: afternoon, for Yep. Example. Or, correct. Or yes, to try to get them to come in at yeah. odd times, um, or you know, late or summer, they can. She can adjust the rates to try to incentivize folks to come out and use the building. Okay. So that's just the max that she's able to charge. Got it.
1: When do we initially put the, the bond in? <laughs> what year?
9: Uh it's twenty-five years, so two thousand five.
1: Okay.
2: Any other questions for Mr. Keenan? Okay, thank you. Any comments from the public?
7: All right, I see. I just have one question.
2: Okay, you need to come up to the, you know.
7: It's not gonna be that big a question. Well, um, you need to utility, it to us.
2: Sorry.
7: With the utility rates is going up as much as they are going up, is there gonna be enough, is that gonna be enough to offset uh, the cost of electricity coming up this, this year, because you know, I mean, I, you can expect, maybe, maybe could be twice as much. And if we go the way of Europe, it could be 50 times okay. more. Okay,
10: okay,
2: good question. <laughs> Mr. Keaton, you want to comment on that?
7: Well,
9: if, <coughs> utilities is one of the reasons that I mean, all of our costs are going up, but utilities is certainly a big part of that. Um, you know, we've done some things like bringing ice down when it's not being used. Um, putting in different lighting to try to be more efficient but if our utility rates double that would be problematic um, yeah
2: so if our if our rates double you can come back
9: we can come back yeah um, we have some savings yeah. we would, we'd have to pivot obviously and hopefully they wouldn't stay that high for an extended period of time but um, we're anticipating a bit of an increase but not doubling at this point
2: so we're not able to use any power from our landfill there are we
9: uh, you know if, if you went back to <laughs> probably when jack dussel and i mm-hmm. and jim were the only ones still here mm-hmm. uh, there was a plan to yeah. actually run a, a wire down bay city road and hook it up um, but that that didn't work out it's um the generation of electricity just hasn't been what we expected it could have been and quite honestly the cost of natural gas which is part of the formula hasn't worked to our favor either so so no, we're not, we're not doing that. We're selling it and using the steam, and that's, that's the benefit we're getting out of that.
2: Okay. okay. This is really an odd question, so, but I'm just going to ask it anyway. So if we go to put on a new roof, can we put solar panels on our roof? Can we do things like that? Yeah,
9: and, if, it you makes, know, if it makes good sense, Yeah. it's a huge a, flat area. Yeah.
2: yeah, not a lot of trees around it.
9: No, yeah. just have to make sure it can support the weight and everything, mm-hmm. and if it, like I said, if it makes sense, mm-hmm. if there's going to be a ROI on it, but... Sure.
2: Just, just curious.
9: I know there's a few people in town that would probably like that.
2: Yeah. So. Okay. Very good. Any other questions? Any other public comment? All right. Would you please read the resolution, Lacey?
4: Introduction and First Reading of an Ordinance to Amend Section 21-70 of Division 1 of Article 2 of Chapter 21 of the Code of Ordinances, Civic Arena Fees.
2: Can we have a motion to accept the resolution? So moved. Second. First and second. Any discussion on this? That was a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. All right, ready to vote? All in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, that passes 5-0. That takes us now down to item number 12. Selena is here to tell us about
10: that. Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, give you the outcome of a recent bid award and uh, a move forward on the South Saginaw Road streetscape project, something we've been talking about for quite a while now. Um, If you think back to August 2019, that's when City Council first lent their support to the Center City Redevelopment Plan and Center City uh, Development Authority focusing on the phase one of the project, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, in December of 2020, we started in earnest on the project, uh, working with Moore and Berginc to complete the engineering design work. And two years later, we are now ready to award the bid for construction of the uh, South Saginaw Road streetscape project. You can find out more information about this project and read all about the entire Center City Redevelopment Plan on our website at midlandcentercity.com backslash redevelopment. But this project specifically is phase one and it focuses on South Saginaw Road from Dartmouth to Patrick Road um, and includes really the signature piece of this element is the eight foot wide pedestrian walkways that will be constructed on both sides of Saginaw Road Uh, uh, through this corridor stretch. Um, We'll be enhancing the statement lighting in the corridor to not only improve the motoring traffic, but also add uh, safety elements for those folks who want to bicycle or walk or uh, use mobility-assisted devices along the sidewalks. We'll be uh, enhancing the street tree, uh, plantings along that stretch of roadway. Those have been removed over the years, knowing that at some point we would be doing a streetscape of some sort, so we will see that nice evenly planted tree line come back to South Saginaw Road, um, as well as other <coughs> horticulture elements for this project. More than. million has been raised uh, through community support for this project um, from foundations and businesses in our community. So we have the funding we need to move forward with this project, uh, just to give some recognition to the many, many resources that have helped give funding to this uh, project, including uh, many of our foundations in the community, and then uh, Dow, company gave us a challenge grant um, back in November, uh, that if we could raise another $500,000 for the program, they would match that and we were able to do that. I will be coming back at a subsequent city council meeting to, um, as you'll recall in May, uh, city council graciously uh, allowed to make up that $15,000 gap of funding that we didn't have uh, to complete the $500,000 Uh, challenge grant and Mary Curry, one of our wonderful community members actually was watching the council meeting that night and said I'll take care of that 15,000. So uh, we will be coming back shortly with the recognition of all these folks who have given funding to the project and uh, will help us do this first phase of construction. So in total just over 4.6 million has been raised uh, for this project. The South Saginaw Road streetscape is a catalytic project for Uh, helping to bring back um, some of the uh, opportunity along the South Saginaw Road corridor, which really hasn't seen a whole lot of investment made to it over the years. So this will really be the first step in that uh, overall center city redevelopment plan. So on July 12th, bids were received to construct the South Saginaw Road streetscape in accordance with our purchasing policies. One bid was received from the Isabella Corporation of Mount Pleasant, Michigan in the amount of $3,457,687. We reviewed this bid, everything looks in line. Uh, Several of our staff members have worked with Isabella Corporation before, so they have good standing with with our folks here at the city. So we're really very excited to see this bid number come in, given the uh, construction environment. We were anticipating it might be much higher, so we're thrilled with this number. So tonight's resolution awards a contract to the Isabella Corporation for the construction of the South Saginaw Road streetscape and approves change orders by the city manager not to exceed 160000 Okay.
2: Does anyone have
10: any questions?
5: Uh, Selena, do you know how is the coordination of the planning of the trees with our own horticulturals st- happened? Mm-hmm.
10: Yep. Our horticulture team has been part of the conversations um, in selecting the trees uh, for the design work, so they will also have an integral part working with the uh, construction process to make sure they're installed properly.
5: Otherwise, Isabella is going to be handling the entire Correct. aspect. Correct.
10: Okay. Yep. Thank you.
3: As far yeah. as lighting and so forth, um, there, there were some different ideas presented, and the underground sounded like a good idea. <laughs> Might be a little on the pricey side, though.
10: Oh, um, underground wiring?
3: For well, for the poles, the, the telephone poles. Yeah. yeah. Or the lighting poles. Yep. The lighting.
10: Yeah, I don't know I that we are <laughs> doing, double. so it will be along the same, it will just be basically replacing the consumers' um, right. lighting that's out there currently with a little more uh, decorative lighting okay. that will not okay. only have a head that will um, oversee the under roadway, but it will ha- ha- we'll have I a I know what I mean, head, but
3: I'm so. saying it wrong. Thank yeah. you.
1: Somebody did ask me about with the trees going along this, uh, the streetscape mm-hmm. and signage for the businesses yep. and stuff. Can you kind of talk about?
10: Yeah. I know our our horticulturalist was part of those conversations and the trees that they selected were specifically designed to be more compact, um, stay a little smaller so that they don't interfere with the signs. That was a lot of our conversation in selecting the trees.
2: (laughs) Okay. Any other questions? Okay. Thank you very much. Any comments from the public? Say none, okay, please read the resolution.
4: Stacey? This resolution authorizes an award of contract to the Isabella Corporation of Mount Pleasant, Michigan for $3,457,687.76, in accordance with section 2-18 of the Code of Ordinances for the construction of the South Saginaw Road streetscape, Dartmouth Street to Patrick Road, and further approves change orders excuse me, by the city manager not to exceed $160,000. Okay, Can we have a motion to accept the resolution? So So moved. moved. Second. First and second.
2: Any discussion on this?
5: Apparently they don't bid the same way that they work out the Civic Arena bid. uh, Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
6: Yeah.
0: I was just going to say I supported (laughs) this project the first time or the previous times it's come before us. It's not normal for us to actually approve contracts, um, but I support it. I think the work that we're doing in this area um, is much needed and um, fully supported.
2: You know, I would—I yeah, just want to say the businesses along South Saginaw Road, you know, it's our second oldest business district. Mm-hmm. Back in 2007, Project for Public Spaces started, and they have started that work back then. And They are really, you know, 20-mile marchers. This has not been an easy road. And to, and you know, to raise that kind of money yep. is really you know phenomenal, and so it is really very exciting and very you know long, long time in coming for sure. So,
0: and thankful yeah. for all the foundations and the businesses um, that are supporting this project,
2: and more to, come. more to come. So, ready to vote? All in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed. Okay, that passes 5-0. That takes us down to new business. Any new business from anyone on council? Any new business, Mr. K? No, ma'am. Seeing new business, there's no new business, then we are adjourned. Thank you all for being here this evening and I hope you have a great week.